Welcome in to the week one season update of the Duluth Huskies on the Huskies Howl. My name is Zach Linfield, and guys, it was a tough week. Anyone that's watched the Huskies on each stream knows that. They're sitting at a mark of 2-5, and five, and when we looked at the roster ahead of the season, we were not necessarily expecting this bad of a start from them. Now, they're only 2-5. and five. We're seven games into the season. The eighth game is going to be played tonight in Eau Claire in the back end of a home-and-home. Home. The Huskies won yesterday. So let's hope they can get into a win streak. Maybe that momentum will carry them to a couple of wins and try and chase the Waterloo Bucks in the standings, who are now at 6-1. and one. And everyone, that one loss for Waterloo, guess who gave them that loss? And yeah, that's the Huskies. But at a 2-5 and five record, let's go back to opening day. I was on the PA for that one, and 850 people showed up out of 900 potential capacity, and it was new. Baseball hasn't been here for such a long time that maybe people didn't know the Huskies were here yet, but we won't speculate on that. But everyone, the Huskies are going to full capacity starting tomorrow. That's incredible. Just under 4,000 people will be allowed in the Wade, and it will be a heck of a lot of fun to have everyone out there. And most importantly on this episode, I'm sure you guys want to get to it right away, is the interview with Coach Pointer about this past week. The 2-5 and five mark. We did not think they'd really be at this 2-5 and five mark due to how talented this roster is. But listen, everything that the Huskies did to lose was in their control. Every single part of it was in their control because they lost mainly off of walks. And the one statistic that I really want to bring up across that road trip that they had, they walked 34 batters in three games they're averaging just under 7.6 walks a game right now, and that was coming into the Eau Claire series, so that's a, a little bit off. But Ben Peterson had another great start yesterday. He's really been the headline as starting pitchers go. Will McIntyre was great as well. He was the pitcher that threw in the win against Waterloo last Tuesday, but Waterloo series was okay. We've understood that Waterloo is probably the other top team here in our division, and then we went out to Bismarck. And that series was just unfortunate. They walked us off in the 10th inning, and then we almost had an immaculate comeback the next night when Michael Sarhat grounded out to end the game in a 7-4 to loss. But it's been a great time getting to know everyone up here. Excuse me. The team has been great. The guys are awesome. Coach Pointer is very cool as well. And guys, they're having me throw batting practice. They're having me throw BP. But let's get into that interview with Coach Pointer and understand well, what they need to do to turn this thing around at a 2-5 and five mark heading into the second week. Coach Pointer, it's the second time that I've gotten to get a hold of you this season, and you're one week in. How's Duluth been to you so far? You know, you've only been here for a week. Uh, I mean, it, it's awesome. It's always, it's always nice to get here. But obviously we start the, uh, start the summer with that trip to Bismarck, and it's, uh, it's a Trip, but we made do with it, and uh, we had some bonding on it, and I think it's a good thing, actually. And all these players are still getting accustomed to meeting each other and making new friendships, hanging out, doing whatever. It wasn't the start that you really wanted, but one thing I want to highlight for you since you're a pitching coach is the walks, and I know that's got to be frustrating for you, but what have you been telling your guys to just try and calm down with? Yeah, it's, it's obviously, it's definitely frustrating with the pitching background um, where we're giving up free passes. 
but it's it's kind of expected early. Um, a lot of the guys are, are raw and young. They haven't really played too much, so it's expected, but we'll get them back on track, fastball command, and just kind of learn them, get them to attack some hair. You've also been adding a lot of new names to the roster, and, I mean, almost every single day the lineup has been different. What are you looking for exactly in that lineup? Like, what kind of combination do you think works best for these guys? That's a good question. Um, I think that's kind of the, the art of managing. Uh, we try to put guys in the best kind of situation where we think they can have success. Um, as you've seen, some guys have been at the top. They move to the bottom. Um, they float around. It'll, it'll work itself out, and guys will find themselves sticking in spots. Two and five, not the start that you wanted, but you're coming off of a win, and that could be a big momentum boost for you guys. What are you looking most forward to moving into this coming week? I mean, is it just the players still gelling together and getting accustomed to being here? Or, I mean, is it pretty much like you don't have to press the panic button anytime soon, but what are you looking most forward to this coming week? Uh, definitely, yeah, not pushing the panic, but panic button, but – I think uh, just a quality game that we played last night can kind of start to get us on the right foot, and we'll start rolling. And Coach Pointer, I mean, that's all I have for you on the first episode coming back. Um, midseason, I'll catch up with you every single week, and I know you're on the bus right now, so I won't take too much time from you, but I certainly appreciate you coming on. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you, Zach. And there you have it. A couple of questions and answers for Coach Pointer and he's got some things to get figured out. And whether or not that's determining what starting pitcher is going to start each day, who he thinks the best bullpen guys are to come in and shut it down, it's a big decision for him, and you heard it best from him. Managerial duties and the uniqueness of that job is so important in picking who they think will get them the most wins. And you have to remember, it's a developmental league. So at the end of the day, if these guys get placed at a higher D1 school and get ready for a professional career, if that's what they're aiming for, Coach Pointer has done his job along with the rest of the coaching staff. It's been a heck of a time so far up here in Duluth. Tonight, they're in Eau Claire, and tomorrow they return for a two-game set against Lacrosse, and then they go out to St. Cloud for a two-game set, and then they play Waterloo. So the Huskies have a chance against three teams in the Great Plains, and hopefully they can get all the way back up there to the top. They're going to have to beat the teams that they have to beat Matthew Hargrove and I talked about it yesterday on the TV broadcast that the Huskies came in 1-5 against Eau Claire, who came in 1-5. And and if they wanted to turn this thing around, it should have been against that team yesterday. And with that 3-4 win, maybe that momentum will carry them into tonight in Eau Claire and then at home against Lacrosse and then against St. Cloud and then against Waterloo to propel them all the way back up to the top of the standings where we all know the Huskies belong. But from Zach Linfield, I'm going to sign off pretty quick today. I mean, it's just an update episode on how the season's going. It's been a lot of fun. Hopefully they fix the walks and the bats get going. And maybe the doors will revolve a little bit and the Huskies will start to win some games in a row rather than just winning one in different spots in the schedule. But get your tickets. Full capacity now for the Huskies. No more masks. If you want to come out to a ball game, it's 9 or $10. Take the drive out there. Bring the kids, friends, go on a date or something because the Huskies are back in full capacity, just under 4,000. Come and bug us at Wade Stadium. Thank you for listening and good night, Duluth.